welcome to The Last Track, where we help people showcase the last track of their life story in their final wishes. I am your host, Brian Norris, the co-owner of Bateman Funeral Home in Newport, Oregon. Just like a song can bring you back to a day, a time, and a memory, so too can a well-planned service. One of the things that we get asked a lot about is embalming and what is embalming and how does it work and and all of those things and I can tell you from really personal experience that when a family is forced with making some decisions and they haven't talked about it ahead of time it can be some really tough decisions and so we're going to talk about embalming and take some of the mystery out of embalming and talk about when are some of the reasons and when are some of the times that you need to embalm and if it's even needed at all. The first thing is embalming, and this is the official words of what embalming is, it is the art and science of preserving human remains by treating them in its modern form with chemicals to forestall decomposition. Now, you might ask me, is embalming required? I've had many times where I've had a family member call me on the phone and say, Brian, have you embalmed my loved one yet? No, we haven't. There's a few things we have to do. First, if you live in the state of Oregon, there are some facts about funeral and cemetery agreements. And in Oregon, the funeral industry is regulated by the Oregon Mortuary and Cemetery Board. And in it, you can receive, you can ask them for one of these as well, you can receive this brochure and it talks about embalming and is it required? The, the simple answer is no. In the state of Oregon, embalming is not required unless you're going to have a, a viewing, a public viewing, and your loved one may have a communicable disease. It is required if you're going to be in certain locations, like a mausoleum, and that's a, an above-ground burial, and so the location that they're going to be buried may require embalming. And if, for example, your loved one is going to be have a viewing, and maybe it's going to be a few weeks from now, then that might be something that you would consider doing. But in the state of Oregon, it is not required and you can choose things like immediate burial or direct cremation. And that is from the state of Oregon. As well as whatever funeral home you go to, they're required in their general price list. In the state of Oregon, as well as across the United States, it talks about embalming and it says... Uh, certain cases, embalming is not required by law. Embalming may be necessary, however, if you select funeral arrangements such as a viewing. And if you do not want embalming, you usually have the right to choose a, an a agreement that does not require you to pay for it, like direct cremation or immediate burial. So whatever funeral home you choose, this is what you're going to ask for is a general price list and in it it should have that disclosure. 
something else that's required before you have your loved one embalmed is there has to be an embalming authorization. And on that in the authorization, the legal next of kin will authorize us to do an embalming. So, what is involved in an embalming? First, we would take your loved one and we would place them on the embalming table. Then, depending on what your loved one, if we're going to be having a viewing, maybe in just a few days, we would select chemicals based on your loved one, on the condition of the loved one, and how long we want to preserve your loved one for viewing. We have different chemicals that we select from based on what we're going to be doing with your loved one. And so if, for example, I've had, I've actually had somebody who was going to be going to Arlington Cemetery in three months. Well, then we make sure that we do a different process with that individual so that he is in the best state possible for going to Arlington. We would choose the chemicals based on the, the condition of your loved one and, and how long they need to be preserved for viewing. Another thing that we do, we have a machine where we place the chemicals inside and then we mix the chemicals and the chemicals come out and they go into your loved one and we remove, and this sounds kind of graphic, warning, this is a little graphic, we do open up your, the, your loved one to be able to drain out the blood and be able to put in the chemicals. And we use different instruments. These are instruments that if you're familiar with uh, a hospital, like in a surgery room, there's different, different type of instruments that we use, which are hemostats, and we use aneurysm hooks and scalpels and forceps and all those types of things and spreaders and whatever is necessary in order for us to prepare the loved one to be able to be seen. I get some questions sometimes. Sometimes maybe a loved one passed away in a traumatic car wreck or some sort of uh, something that might make them have some challenges for, for people to see them. We can do restorative work. We can also, uh, something that we, what we talk to people about is the fact that maybe you don't want to actually see their face if that was the thing, but we can certainly have a hand out for you to be able to hold the hand and identify the person and say goodbye. There's lots of things that we can do other than embalming as well. But the best condition that your loved one is going to be in is if we do have that opportunity to do an embalming. So keep that in mind. We also have an embalming report that we fill out and we place the embalming report into the file of the person that has been embalmed. And if they're going to be being shipped to another funeral home, that embalming report goes with them. So a couple other reasons that you would need to maybe be embalmed. If you're going to be shipped internationally, the majority of the countries that are receiving your loved one will require them to be embalmed. One of the, there's, there's a couple different reasons for embalming. And the first one is sanitization making sure that they're the, that the person is free of any sort of a communicable disease, that type of thing, uh, preservation, 
as well as maybe restoration and presentation. Uh, those are the things that you do embalming for. Sometimes there's some religious things that uh, might, might pop up. We, you don't, again, embalming is not required if your religious belief is not to have uh, an embalming. And we can certainly work around some of those, some of those things where if you're going to have a private family viewing and then maybe a graveside service without uh, having a viewing, there's no need to be, there's no reason to be embalmed. Uh, there's no need for that, that process. Another part of embalming and, and preparing the, for viewing is we have an array of different sorts of uh, things that we can do uh, as we close eyes or as we match uh, skin tones. We can match different skin tones so that we can maybe mask over some bruising that has taken place. Maybe there was some trauma that we need to try to mask and cover up and make it to where your loved one looks beautiful. And we certainly do a lot of that where we do the, the makeup. So I guess to summarize everything, embalming is not required in the state of Oregon, uh, nor is it required in the United States for the majority of places if you're going to do a, an immediate burial, a direct cremation, or a closed casket. It can be required if you're going to be in a mausoleum where you're going to be above ground and in a crypt type of a thing. It may be required uh, if you're going to be out, if, you, if there's going to be a transportation of longer than six hours. I forgot to mention that before. If you are going to be out of refrigeration for longer than six hours, then there is a requirement to either transport in a sealed container or to embalm. I hope I answered a lot of those questions that you may have. Hopefully, if you are going to be making an arrangement with your funeral home and you and your spouse have discussed cremation and burial and possibly a viewing in a, in a traditional church service that may require embalming, please discuss that with your loved one. Make it known to your loved one what you would like to do and then make sure that your funeral home of your choice has your wishes on file. Hopefully, this has given you some good information. We have more information on our websites uh, as well that you might want to take a look at. In every podcast, we have a time for remembrance. So we'd like to take this moment to remember all the families that are ex experiencing a loss and light a virtual candle in their memory. This has been The Last Track. I'm Brian Norris, and you'll find more about Bateman Funeral Home on our website at batemanpacificview.com, or you can visit us on our Facebook page. If you have any questions or feedback about today's episode, please give us a call at 
265-2751, or you're welcome to send us an email, info at batemanpacificview.com, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you.